Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe, the new 961 and AM 590. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon. Monday again, and uh, today we're talking about getting past failure. Getting past failure. We've all had that. Yeah. Have you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Me too. Me too. You know, I had this interesting uh, conversation this week with one of my executive coaching clients, or I guess last week, I should say, and um, he said, one of my mentors told me once that just because you screwed up doesn't mean you're a screw up. And I thought, you know, that's actually pretty good because oftentimes the story we tell ourselves when we goof something up or when we fail is that we are, we're a screw up, like we're a loser, we, we're a failure and we get this whole story working. Kids are good at that. Yeah, really good at that. In fact, um, and it's kind of scary because it's like you want to nip it in the bud and you do, you know, I definitely want my kids to be able to feel some failures sometimes because Mm -hmm. that's where you learn and grow as we'll talk about in a few minutes here. But, um, but it's, you know, it's so sad when they hang on to the story of like, oh, I can't do this. So I'm just a big loser. Yeah. You know, and that's really sad, but I'm kind of focusing on adults today, Uh, (laughs) but I guess you could use this on kids as well. Um, But so you blew it, right? So you failed at something. Your your startup failed uh, after you leveraged a bunch of money from your friends and family or your marriage (laughs) failed or, you know, maybe just a project at work failed. Maybe something you thought was going to be huge success had a really low turnout. It your happens. diet failed, your workout failed. Yeah, your, or your diet failed. Yeah, there's your all kinds failed. of things. <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of hair failure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so now what? What do we do when we get into that place where we, you know, we really blew it and we failed and it didn't work out and now we're in this place of real disappointment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so the first thing that you need to do is you need to allow yourself to feel the pain and the disappointment. A lot of times I think, especially for us optimists, we fail and then it's like, okay, well, silver lining, we'll just move on, you know, and it's like, okay, take a deep breath, allow yourself to feel and grieve the failure, the loss of whatever it is that didn't work out. And when we pretend it didn't happen, the risk with that is that we start numbing the disappointment or when we brush it under the rug and we don't want to talk about it or we just want to move on, mm-hmm. we're we're trying to numb those negative feelings that are yeah. coming up from that sense of loss or failure or, or whatever's going on. And so numbing it or muting the disappointment won't help. And in fact, it can be really detrimental to uh, to the joy or to the positive emotions you feel because as you've heard me say before, you can't mute the negative emotions without muting the positive emotions. And... So you need to really allow yourself some time to feel the pain. Now, I'm not saying wallow in it for months on end here. Like there's a, um, you'll know when it's time to stop wallowing and to move forward. But, you know, allow yourself to feel it. Maybe share the story with a, a good friend, a trusted, safe friend, and and then just be able to feel that. Then once you're done feeling the pain and you're ready to um, kind of move on from there, the next thing that you can do is to reflect and think about like, what worked? What what was going well? Uh-huh. What did we have working? And then what didn't? Yeah. And then and what happened? Because a lot of times things fail, and we get so caught up in the next big thing, and trying to make up for it and get on with it and get to the next success that we don't even take the time to look back and say, Hey, wh- what happened? 
why did this not work? Where did we go off the tracks? And to really focus on on what happened and look at it um, as an outsider, you know, pull back and look at the whole process. What happened early on? What happened in the middle? What happened in the end? What happened with the people? At what point were the signs there? Did you ignore them? <laughs> Did you um, make up stories that they, it would be fine? You know, really, really be honest and kind of reflect back. And then the third thing to do when you're trying to get past failure is to start hunting for insights. And what I mean by that is that now you've reflected back on what worked and what didn't and, and what happened, but now it's the time to really say, where's the lesson, right? Where's the lesson in this? Where did I go wrong? Mm-hmm. And what did I need to do differently? What do I need to do differently next time? What do I, who do I need to work with next time? What kind of things do I need to learn next time? What do I need to spend more time on next time? Um, what are my own personal insights? You know, sometimes we talk to people who fail and it's like, well, you know, what happened? What do you think happened? Oh, well, I got caught up in, you know, getting so excited about making it work that I wouldn't listen to any of the signals, right? <laughs> that happens. You know, they were all over and looking back, I can see they were totally clear, but I just didn't listen or I noticed them but I pretended I didn't because I didn't want to face it or you know what it just wasn't a great idea from the start and the fact that we had to explain it 17 times to people and they still didn't get it probably is a good sign that that you know if people aren't getting it right away so there's all kinds of reasons but you want to hunt for your own insight and think about what has to be different next time think about what needs to be different in your preparation what needs to be different in the approach you take and maybe what needs to be different in the team that you pair up with mm-hmm you know, if there's a team or if you're in a relationship, if the other person's part of the team, right? What needs to be different about the person you pair up with? And then once you've felt the pain, you've reflected on what happened, you've hunted for the insights, then take a minute to stop and notice what stories you're telling yourself about the failure. And are they healing or are they hurting? Right, Because oftentimes when we fail, we're the worst offenders in terms of beating ourselves up and telling ourselves stories of, I'm such a loser, I'm a screw-up, I never was meant to do my own thing, or I was never meant to be successfully in a relationship, or I was never meant to run a project at my work. You know, whatever it is, um, notice the stories that you're telling yourself and ask yourself, like, are those stories healing or hurting? And if they're hurting, then I would say investigate that and see, is that really true? And is that serving me? Because most of the time, stories that hurt don't serve. Yeah. Now, being honest with yourself about a mistake you made or an insight you have about missing something, that's different than hurting, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're looking at something and you're thinking, man, I'm really mad at myself for burying my head in the sand. Darn it. You know, that's a different kind of pain than like, you idiot. Yeah. Right? You're just a horrible person. I can't believe you ever even thought you could do this. Right? That's a hurting versus a healing. So you want to, you want to notice that. And then notice if you're blaming other people, right? Where you're not owning any part of it. If you're, if you failed at something and you refuse to own any of it, that's a red flag. (laughs) I would say we always have our DNA somewhere. So if, if something's failed 
and you've got the blame going on everyone else. Um, Brene Brown has a great little video floating around on Facebook um, right now. I think you can probably Google it, but it's on blame. If you Google Brene Brown blame video, it's like three minutes long, and she talks about how um, blaming others is our way of discharging negative emotion. So we don't we don't want to feel the negative emotion or feel the badness or the disappointment. So we discharge it onto somebody else, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. So the video is really quite funny. Um, so um, she she talks about how she spills her coffee on herself in the morning, and then she ties it all the way back to her husband coming home late the night before and blames him, who's not even in the house. It's I mean it's really quite funny. Um, it's always the husband's fault. <laughs> so if you know notice if you're blaming somebody else instead of owning that um, and then notice if you've got like shame going on right because we get triggered by shame a lot especially women's um, women's shame story like the kind of the classic women's shame story is all about having to we have to do everything we have to look good doing it and we can't let anyone see us sweat and that comes from Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly. But it's this idea that we just, you know, we have to be able to do it all. We have to be these Martha Stewarts and we have to be these like fabulous, you know, beautiful moms that are like super athletic and, you know, super creative and can cook like amazing. And, you know, and that's not hard. We can't like, can't have a hard time doing that. And so, which is ridiculous, <laughs> and right? don't sweat. <laughs> and don't sweat while you do that. Right. Especially if you're working out, just glow. But um, but yeah. And then the men's shame story is, you know, don't be a wimp. Mm -hmm. They're taught that from the minute that they're born. Like, don't be a wimp. You can't be a wimp. And so it's, you know, sometimes in that when you're in that failure cycle and you're feeling like, oh, man, I just gosh, I want to crawl under a rock. And then it's like, oh, I got to toughen up. You know, well, you got to feel what's going on for yourself. And and um, just notice if you've got some shame going on as well, because that's generally more hurting than it is healing mm -hmm. and then once you've gotten through all that so you felt the pain you've reflected on what what happened you've hunted for insights you've noticed the stories you're telling yourself then forgive yourself so last thing to do here is just forgive yourself admit what your role was in the failure resolve to learn from it or fail forward as my husband says and then move on Right? I mean, people lose half of their lives to failure. You know, they make one big failure and it's like, oh, I just might as well give up. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, just own it and resolve to change it and forgive yourself. Because mm -hmm. you didn't start out with the intention to fail. You didn't do it on purpose. Sure, you made some mistakes along the way. But, you know, the cool thing about failure is it doesn't make you a screw up. It means that you were brave enough to try something that wasn't a sure thing. Yeah. And that's awesome. So learn from it and then be brave enough to go try something again because the world needs that. If nobody, if, you know, some of the great inventors stopped inventing after their first failure, we'd still be living in the dark. Yeah. You wouldn't be listening to the radio. You certainly wouldn't be listening to a podcast on your phone. <laughs> you know, I mean, these are all things that were invented that people failed over and over and over again. Yeah. And so, um, so go out, be brave and do it again and, um, and get on with it. So those are the steps for getting past failure. 
This is Alexis Robin with the P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence, co-founder and executive coach. And if you'd like to um, share a topic with us that you'd like us to talk about, um, feel free to post it on facebook.com forward slash the positivity link. And we'll do a little research and see what we can pull out and talk about for you. <laughs> so, and, and give a topic. Don't be afraid to fail. Yeah, right? <laughs> don't, don't be afraid to fail on the topic. Just go ahead and Keep get trying. that. Exactly. And sometimes your topic might inspire another topic. You never know. You never know. I mean, half the times you know, I'll ask somebody, hey, what should, what do you think we should talk about this week on the bright side? And then they'll say something and I'll go, hmm, oh, maybe not that, but this, you know, yeah. and it really helps. So, um, so feel free to share your, uh, your topics with us. We'd love to hear them. Yay. Yay. So happy Monday. Have a great week. Make it a good week and uh, keep failing forward. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Keep failing forward. I like that. I remember that one. We'll yeah. see you next week. Same see you time, next week. same place. Thanks, Jen. It's Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K Tahoe.